everyone. Welcome back to Diamond in Our Hat. I'm your host, Diamond, and I'm here with Matt. And we are lit, and we started talking about a very interesting conversation that I thought was worth recording, and it's pretty much revolving around what serial killer would you possibly have been killed by if you were existed near them? And, of course, it's getting dark, so in, in the spirit of the season, which is not related to this at all, this is probably not the best thing to listen to if you don't know anything about these people's like lives or it's it's weird because let's start off with matt matt (laughs) tell me who was it that you would want to be murdered by and the reasoning okay so okay i tried not to make this sound so like messed up but he's gonna sound sus as fuck listen (laughs) yeah obviously okay so i i'm not saying i necessarily wanted to be murdered by him but the reason I picked him is because, you know, representation, like we said before. Representation matters in... I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> in a lot ways than fucking murdering people. Jeffrey Dahmer, okay? Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Now, first of all... There was a German cannibal who was also gay. Yes, um... I uh, can't remember uh, his name. Flippin', um... He was the one that put an advert out. Mibus. I think, yes. Yes, yes, He put Mibus. an advert out asking someone to volunteer voluntarily get murdered and you yes. know eaten. So, I know gals. If it, I'm a big true crime oh my fan, God. so we're we're going to talk about some weird stuff. Diamond. What? What if we did a podcast, a crime podcast with a twist? What is the twist? The twist is we're high and we talk about <laughs> We talk about like like you know how people do like the true crime things or whatever, but it's like we get high and we talk about like the like, like what our deeper, more like lit mind retrospect, you know, or like perspective is on it. Like, what do we like infer from this for, on like a level when we're like, you know, it, it, I think it comes the plane down, above. All murder, freaky or not, comes down to one thing, an intense feeling. <laughs> I don't know which one, but a very intense one. Yeah, one just that, that like, and I feel like all, I feel like all feelings are capable of being that triggering feeling oh, for murder. Oh, 100%. Like. I think that you can translate any emotion and if you multiply it enough times, it can result in you killing someone. Yeah. So of course everyone knows anger, violent. Yeah. envy, but could you imagine someone who is so, let's say happy, let's use happy, a yeah. vague ass like emotion, who's just so happy that they feel the need to kill other people and how on earth would they rationalize that to themselves? The thought of like, like power aspect, power makes people happy. I mean, that's not necessarily like a good happy, but power makes people happy. Well, let's... But, it, but it, and, and like the ultimate power is the ability to like take human life. So it's like, uh, you know... Human life is pretty easy to destroy and I don't think that's a power play. Like... Really? I, I don't... Well, I guess personally, speaking from a place that I am not a serial killer, <laughs> I think the ultimate power play is controlling people. Because you can kill anyone. Killing people are, is easy in theory. Like, when it comes down to the nitty-gritty, I personally don't think I would be able to kill anyone unless the circumstances were right. But it's easy to kill people. It's not easy to convince a bunch of people to do what you want. And if you're able to do that and continuously do that for a long period of time, I feel like that's more indicative of power than just outright murder. That makes sense. I can see that. Okay. Because it, it, it calls for more energy and consistency. And that is something that I feel like 
We've, we've got off topic already. <laughs> actually, I, actually, I was going to wrap it right back around wrap to Jeffrey around. Dahmer. Okay. Because that's exactly what he did. Like, his thing was, like, manipulation. Like, you know, like, coercing people. Same thing with Ted Bundy. You know, people who were, like, very, like, charismatic, you know, and that helped them. I don't think that Jeffrey Dahmer is charismatic. You really don't think he was? No. I, I, mean, I remember... He people... Like, like, he was... Okay, I know his method of, like, finding his victims was, like, following them and stuff. But, like, he was able to, like convince people to do like things and like think things what do you mean no did he not he he would drug them i thought oh i thought wait am i thinking of ted bundy ted bundy was the one that was like oh my yes. god it's okay. broken i got please, ted i got ted bundy please help me with my car. and yeah. then he'd beat a bitch oh, over the right. head okay yeah you know well, <laughs> then ted bundy then okay i remember seeing something like about ted bundy um because there, there's the there was a lot of things about his crimes. We obviously know he killed people, but they're like he's a necrophiliac. He went back and did stuff, and he he's a cannibal. And I remember like seeing Ted Bundy. He's like, well, I didn't I didn't eat him. <laughs> he's like, well, that's where I put that's where I hold the fucking line. Yeah, I did stuff to their bodies, but I didn't eat them. <laughs> I was like Ted, you unibrowed bitch. <laughs> like I feel like he's throwing shade at like can't like 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 cannibal serial killers. Like oh my god, it, it, is there like a discourse community like for serial killers? Well, probably under. I just imagine because like I'm sure if you are an active serial killer, you probably keep up with other serial killers. No, and stuff. I don't think that's the case. Really? At all. No, there'd be no reason to. Well, I mean, like, how does one get into that? You just go be... kill someone and keep doing it without getting caught. It's yeah, not but like, it's also the age of You don't get a mentor, like... and it's like, please, Senpai Jeffrey, teach me how to do that. So you have to do serial killers right now who aren't, like, like, like following, like, you know, shit about Ted Bundy or Jeffrey Dahmer. Those or dudes are Ed dead, Kemper. so no, it's not relevant anymore. But people are like, oh, yeah, I guess they're technically not. Well, what about more recent serial killers who are alive? Well, that's the thing. We haven't caught them. They're very good at evading arrest, which is why I think they, I highly doubt that they interact with each other. So do things just like pop up? Like, cause that just got me thinking about a really weird pattern. It's like, cause people don't make connections very quickly. So unless the serial, like, let me tell you, oh God, what is that? Gosh, I, I'm so like enthralled with serial killer shit. There was a serial killer. He killed himself. God, he was from Alaska. But what he would do is travel to other states where he put kill kits. I can't remember his name. If you know who I talk about, please comment below. He would travel around states and kill different people in different states. So it was the states could not connect the dots. To them, it was like, oh, somebody got killed in Texas. We don't know why, but nothing has occurred in this area since. It's because homeboy drove to Louisiana and killed someone. And jurisdictions don't talk to each other. So what may seem like random occurrences could be a serial killer just because people are very good at evading arrest now. Like Damn, they learned from the predecessors of killers to evade arrest. And I think the only way they caught that guy was that he slipped up and like eventually he confessed to everything and ended up killing himself. But, means, yeah, because I that, that like yeah, that's man, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. But yeah, so like there's no communication between between like jurisdictions or between like you know areas where like 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 things like this potentially happen or like people are like oh this might be the work of a serial killer or something like that you know there's no like because i guess it's not national news man it's really crazy that like certain local things like aren't made national immediately i feel like we should have that like i feel like if like you know two 
like three people go go missing in one state. I feel like we should know about that as a nation. Like, hey, y'all, there's like, you know, 12 disappearances in like a week in Nevada. And it's like, okay, we need to know that as a nation. <laughs> well, okay, like, then we can we could um, unpack that too when it comes to who is being notified or who is being represented oh, when this pops up. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because there, there's, there's tons of probably communities who have people who are consistently going missing, but does the news care? Yes. And that's the thing. And, and, and I, you know, and of course, you know, it's, I was speaking from a, an, a, um, what do you call it? A very optimistic, you know, like a very like utopian type of, of point of view, which, um, I think, I which think was weird, but yeah, I was just that, saying like, yeah, we would assume that there would be equal representation of everybody and, you know, you know, class and race and ethnicity and, you know, but um, besides that, I think it's also a need to know basis. Um, the last time I read something up, there's approximately 130 active serial killers in the United States. That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot. Yes. And Let's say, let's say for some reason, um, Yahoo, I'm only using Yahoo because I consistently check Yahoo in the morning. Let's say Yahoo finally puts a tab that said, kill today. That shit would be off the charts and that would cause a lot of fucking chaos. People who are starting, like people who think other people are sus and it's like, oh, somebody died in Bakersfield. Oh my God. I totally saw my neighbor like throw his trash out an hour late. He probably killed that girl. And people already respond very stupidly to things. So there'd be like tons of vigilante shit. People would be like, oh my God, you're the killer. Like with no actual like detective work, investigation, Mm -hmm. fucking trial if need be. Like (laughs) no due process. And be like fucking Among Us. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my, that's literally what it would be is Among Us. And the fucking imposter is like, great. Everyone's killing each other. So nobody's going to fucking notice that I'm killing other people too. Oh my God. Unless you get the ones that, like, that actually want to be caught. The ones that, you know. The Ed Kempers. Yeah. But Ed wanted, okay. So Ed (laughs) wanted to get caught for a different reason. Ed Kemper didn't want to get caught because he's like, yeah, like, I'm a serial killer. Fuck yeah. Everybody worship me. Ed was very much like. (laughs) Ed was very much like, wow. I'm killing a bunch of people and no one's noticing. I'm concerned by this. One, because I actually hang out with the cops. And two, I probably shouldn't be killing people. And if, if you've actually like listened to anything about That's Ed such Kemper. such a crazy, oh my God, mindset to have. He's just like, Ed Kemper is pragmatic to yes. fucking fault. He's like, you know what? I sure do love killing, but I think I should be stopped. Let me call the cops. Right. Hey guys, y'all remember me, Big Ed from the bar. I killed three people, including my mother. I did some really scandalous shit with her head. Um, can you come get me from Colorado? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah, Big Ed's on the phone. He said he killed his mother. Ed calls him back. Um, yeah, I noticed that there's no one here. Um, I'm going to kill again if you don't fucking come get me. For every second, you're not here. <laughs> Something's going to get fucking skull-fucked, my nigga. <laughs> oh, my God. And they're like, oh, okay. I guess we'll go to his house and see if his mom's dead. Ah, <laughs> fucking this guy. He's crazy. 
Oh, nine and nine. There's a goddamn head in here, <laughs> and it's covered. In... I don't want to tell you what it's covered in, but assume the worst guy. Oh my god. Ooh. So that's different than the ones who try to actually like want to get caught because they want notoriety. Ed was just like, well, this is a problem in our society. <laughs> Law enforcement does not take anyone seriously. Okay, I mean, I guess that makes sense. But, yeah, okay, well, so, but along that same vein, I would say that, like, even though it's for two different, like, internal reasons, like, you, they still want it to be caught. And so I'm going to use that to, like, argue my point of why... I would want to have been a victim of Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh my God. Okay. So lay it on us. Tell us your reasoning on why you would have wanted to be murdered. um, First of all, I am fascinated with my own mortality. I can't wait to die. I'm excited for completely normal human reasons. Um, And so (laughs) um, I... Like to die. I, 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 I want to die. I'm excited to end immortality. Um, or mortality. Um, I'm, I'm, anyway, I'm excited for, you know, death. So that's the main reason. And then the secondary reason is because um, I think that, you know, of all of the, you know, notor- of all of the infamous serial killers who exist... I think I would have most likely fit Jeffrey Dahmer's clientele at the time. And this is why I told Matt that this is reflective of him having a low self-esteem. Which I don't think I have. Really. Like, it's, it's, it's kind of like the pick me. It's <clears throat> like, out of my way, I'm gay. Please. Like, Move, I'm gay. But yeah, it's just, there are quite a few serial killers who would have killed me because I was quote unquote their type. But I would not have been honored by that. I would have been like, well, no, but it's like sucks. <laughs> I mean... And gay serial killers aren't a novelty either. Well, I know that. (laughs) Do you? Because you really want to be one of his victims. I'm just like... I guess it's like a really like messed up like... like, It's not even about... It's it's not about me being his victim like like yay for him. It's like... It's about me being like yay for me. Like my name is going to be... Like, no, my name is going to be, like, remembered. I'm going to make, like, a mark or whatever. It's I don't be, like, remember inf- any like, of Jeff Rodon's victims. I don't remember any of their names. I only yeah. know circumstances. So yes. you're not going to be Matthew Studler, victim of Jeffrey Dahmer. You're going to be leg left in the fucking drawer in the kitchen, <laughs> head stuffed in the fucking... You're not going to... You're going to be parts. <laughs> and I think the only way people are going to remember you is if you <clears throat> if he does something exceptionally fucked up to you like he did to that boy who ran off. Whose name we actually don't remember. We don't... Exactly. So it, the victims, unfortunately, are not... Ah, fudge. My phone just fell. Well, nowadays, people are are leaning more towards identifying the victims as opposed to the killers themselves because Mm -hmm. they, like, it is kind of insidious that one of the big things about being a serial killer is the notoriety. Oh, the serial killers We're still talking about these guys who have been murdered, who were executed, well, except for Ed. Ed Kemper is still on death. I don't know if he's on death row. Ed Kemper's still alive. He's in a California prison being old and shit. Um, He's like 70-something. Um... But my point is, it's like you're not going to get the notoriety, and I don't think that you're 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 neither going to contribute to the gay zeitgeist either. They're not going to talk about you at Pride. You're not going to be an inspiration. You're going to be 
his fucking lunch. That's, <laughs> that's hilarious, but that's also very sad, actually. And I think it, yeah, and it's it's and it's so sad because it's like we have like who are you okay? I did it. <laughs> like we set up this sort of. Do you want me to help you? I got. It. Keep okay. talking. Okay, okay, okay. She's trying to get her phone. Okay, so it's like this, like, like it's fucked up because if you don't talk about the victims to the extent that the you know all serial killers victims were talked about, you know, like um. How, you know, like how you were saying, like they're reduced to... They're reduced you know, to what to, happened to, to them. what happened to them and not who they were. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> so, like, like that happened. But it's like now, you know, I feel like because of technology and such, you know, it's like now we're more empowering when it comes to, like, talking about the victims and not necessarily, you know, the perpetrators or whatever. Or, like, what happened to them, but it's like who this person was, you know. Because it's like there's some names I remember from, like, you know, the... Um, um, what was the club called? Um, it's in my... Oh, my God. I'm not remembering it. Oh, no, it wasn't Pride. It was... Um, what was the name of the... It's Pulse. a gay Pokemon club. Pulse. Oh. <laughs> Pulse Nightclub. The yeah. shooting that happened there um, in Florida. Um, there were some victims. I don't remember all of their names, but I'm trying to remember... I remember a couple of their names. Um, I can see their faces. And I know what they look like. And I know what they dare. Like, you know, what they had pictures and stuff of and stuff. Um... And it's like, so I think like, like people are, you know, we're definitely more empowering of victims now, or at least, you know, better at recognition of the victims. But back then I see how that would, how it's really sad because it's like, no matter what community you're in, no matter what minority you're in or whatever, like, you know, whenever you see these victims, like you're not seeing them, you're seeing, you know, what happened to them, these terrible things that happened to them. And so it's like, not only is it poorly representative of like, you know, Unfortunately, obviously, you know, serial killers don't speak for their individual communities, obviously, because not everyone in those communities is a serial killer. Yeah, because that would also start shit. Exactly. And so, you know, not to like blanket statement, you know, but it's like, but there are people, unfortunately, who don't see that like that and who say, oh, wow, gay people have Jeffrey Dahmer and he's the thing, he's all, he's all I ever heard about growing up. So like, oh, I hate gay people because Jeffrey Dahmer exists. I... And it's like, there are, there are people who like that who exist. Oh, uh, yeah. And I, I think my... That's so weird to me because it's, what's the word I'm looking for? Ah, fudge. Words evade me. Um, salient identities. Yes. Because when I think of Jeffrey Dahmer, I don't think about him being gay. I think about him being a cannibal. Okay. His sexuality doesn't come to my head, even though his sexuality was a huge part of his killing. Yeah. But when I think of Jeffrey Dahmer, I don't think about him being gay. I think about him being cannibal. However, when I think of Ted Bundy, I think about his sexuality a lot because I guess me being a, I don't know, maybe because I was a woman, I was not going to be his type regardless of because he had a very specific type that I, <laughs> thank God, don't reach. But um, I think of his sexuality and I don't know if it's because, oh God, because it's not registering to me. I think it's the salient identities and how heinous the crimes are because being gay is not a crime. But drilling a hole in someone's head and pouring battery acid so they can love you and be gay with you is a crime. Yes. So I, agree. I think of the saving an identity and how it speaks to the crime. That makes sense. And that's why it's even shittier that, you know, 
the, the they get this the, the notoriety and the infamy because it's like and then at that point it's like it's it's asking for you know like it's it's sort of asking for that you know like reduction of whatever community to this mm-hmm. one type of person you know which is fucked up for all the communities and for humanity as a whole like if there are any aliens watching y'all like it's like you know it's 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 not very representative of your species as a whole unfortunately and um i think that's ultimately gonna be humanity's downfall is i don't think we're gonna kill ourselves i think we're gonna get to a point where we make contact and then we're just gonna show like the universe how shit we are and they're just gonna like execute the entire planet like that's my theory of what's gonna happen how earth is gonna end well i am not <laughs> an alien <laughs> Um, I'm not an alien that has been, um, deciphered. That's already been decided. Um, but if I were an alien, I would realize that due to humanity's constant need for self-destruction, that we will never be able to escape like these nine planets. Eight. Wait, how many planets are there? There's, there's eight. It, Pluto's not a planet. Pluto's a fucking planet. <laughs> Don't you start with me. Pluto is not a Pluto planet. Pluto is a celestial body that has always been a planet. I mean, I will planet. never, ever, ever <laughs> be on Pluto, but I will fight tooth and nail for that thing to be a fucking Girl, planet. The science has been updated. <laughs> um, the science can suck my dick. You know, I usually embrace science. I embrace that shit, but it But this time they've gone too far. They've gone too fucking far. The <laughs> nine planets. Okay, but <laughs> if I were an alien coming to Earth, the and Matt is dying. Matt um, has the coronavirus. Do. He does. <coughs> um, <coughs> I'm not actually dying. <coughs> and that would not be I'm a right. way he wanted to die because... Um, he's As we previously eaten. said, yes, I would like to be. Oh no, I definitely didn't want to be eaten. I feel like I'm too like. I feel like I'm. I'm not lean enough to be enjoyed. Bitch, you would be so good over a bed of rice. Oh girl, <laughs> girl, no, because like first, this is gonna sound really fucked up. I this is gonna this is gonna sound so sus. <laughs> this is gonna sound sus. All right, let it all be. I, when you said that, I just saw like my thighs rendering. <laughs> like you know how fat melts down when it renders in a pan. I just saw my thighs doing that. I was thinking about Korean barbecue, and I was like, "Damn, that actually looks good." Like, oh my, see, I'm not a fucking cannibal, but I'm, that's why I said it's gonna sound fucking sus, which it's not. Like, okay, my point was, <laughs> I'm not an alien. That's yes. been decided. But I would not be as concerned with the human race because I know that based on how humans interact with each other, we're never going to make it past these nine celestial bodies that we've cared about for years until recently when somebody had to open their fucking mouth and say that Pluto's on a planet. But that's just my opinion. (laughs) Okay, okay. So I understand that we would never, like... That makes sense. Humans are so self-destructive and we have these like fucked up proclivities for like chaos and like death. Um, Yeah, I guess that makes sense that we would never reach beyond our little solar system and affect anyone else. Yeah, I guess that would suck though. That's going to make me, that makes me even more sad then because it's like, that's way more depressing Yeah, that we're literally like that we're going to commit suicide and that's there's there's different types of um, civilizations and I as you can see I don't remember anything but I know some things so I know a vague amount of things about some stuff but we are not I don't know what tier civilization we are but it, it's labeled by the way that we consume and 
use resources and um, fuck, um, not resources, energy. It's the way that we consume energy. And just by capitalism, the hierarchy of the world, whatnot, I don't think that humans are going to reach the tier that require that will allow us to escape this area. That is such a freaking awesome Which concept. Which sucks because instead of reaching the stars, we're eating each other. Which brings us back to our serial killer. That's like a that's like a negative feedback reaction, and those never like like those stop like and those are stop stop pretty quick like. I mean, a negative feedback reaction could potentially, like, shorten... Holy shit, yeah. We're literally, like, decreasing our fucking, like, energy mass. Like, we're literally decreasing our own, like, mass. And then expecting, like, a bigger payout. That's so fucking stupid. We're so dumb. (laughs) We're so stupid. You're just, like, so angry with the human race now. (laughs) Well, I I get... We haven't talked about my thing about my... Okay, so the point is... I am convinced that 100% I would have been a victim of Ed Kemper if I were in his area at the time. Why, you may ask? It's not that Ed is particularly attractive or was. Like, he was an okay-looking guy. But I'm a dumb woman, bitch woman. (laughs) Girl. I'm dumb. Ed Kemper was very well-spoken and was a conversationalist. I love talking. I love someone who I can just naturally talk to. And homie was 6'9". <laughs> <laughs> what she means is homie was 6'9 and he liked to talk. <laughs> yes. So that immediately would have got me caught up. It was the She's 70s. Like, Damn. It was the 70s or 80s. Sunny California. I go to Caltech or wherever the school that he used to kill people from. Or <laughs> I'm hitchhiking. You know, I just came from the beach. I'm living it up, you know. I'm looking great. And this big drink of water, not necessarily drink of water, he's just a big-ass dude, walks up. And he's like, hey, I'm Ed Kemper. We should totally talk. And I'm like, big facts, big homie. And then he kills me and does really messed up stuff to my skull. So, yeah. But it's not that I would want that to happen. I don't want to be murdered I don't want to be murdered and I especially don't want to be murdered by someone as screwed up as Ed Kemper you know I just realized I think it's incredibly selfish of me to want to die all the time yeah considering you have a boyfriend who loves you <laughs> and best friends who and who you. at your funeral would probably not be as happy as you would oh be. yeah that's, that's very very fair very fair point um I think it's also selfish of me because, like, who am I to just cast, like, parallel mats into, like, the fire like that? Because if I consciously don't do it, that someone else is going to somewhere down the parallel line. Oh, gosh. Don't get me started on that. I have... You've, you ever seen the show... It's not a show. The movie Sliding Doors? No. It's pretty much about, like, every decision you make splits off and creates its own world. And, like... Like... Little things, mundane things, such as me picking up my phone and choosing not to text someone, change somebody's world in their life. That's so weird. And like the butterfly effect? Yeah. So. That's 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 a crazy concept to think about. So I guess the premise is that like somehow like you're able, like they were able to start seeing like the other. No, not seeing it. It's just simply the fact that it's happening. 
Is it, is, it, is, is it supposed to be like a psychological thriller? I, I think it's... I forgot if it was like a romance movie or some shit. It, <laughs> it, I don't know. The point was, it's like every mundane thing that you do, simply choosing not to do something is a choice that has been made and that, that has created other realities where you are continuously doing nothing, but a different result has occurred, or you chose to do something and then... Yeah, so... I mean, we could write that as a horror movie. That would be a long-ass fucking movie because the... The no, 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 think about it. You could infinite. <laughs> okay, yes, but no, no. So what it would be is like like okay, like we would start with like a woman. Like um she's just she's I don't know, like she's like a businesswoman or something like that or whatever or she's um okay, she's she, she's a CEO. She's a CEO. So she already has like a lot of power, you know. We'll give the illusion of like, oh, this is like someone who's in control all the time. So it's like you know, their, their actions are very deliberate, you know? So it's like, and everything is governed by their need for like power or money or whatever, you know? Yeah. Success. 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 And so we would take that and then we'd have her like get out of her car, like arriving to work or whatever, you know, like out of the, her limousine or company car, whatever they take. I was like, limousines are not economical to drive. <laughs> yes. Could you imagine um, arriving to work every day in a limousine? Yeah, and they, they're they successful for a reason, so they're definitely going to be paying that much. They definitely don't want to be paying limousine gas prices. Limousine uh, gas <clears throat> prices? So, uh, yeah, so she gets out of her car, and she, um, she usually, like, you know, beeps the car twice or whatever, but this time she, for whatever reason, doesn't, or she drops her keys, or something random happens, right? And then... Like that splits off a thing, whatever. And like we'll have it we'll we'll show we'll first show like the like like our dimension, you know, whatever. And then we'll go back from a different point of view. Maybe like left justify the camera or like maybe have like a like a pan out, you know, like an overview, or maybe like a pan in, like something something to tell that it's like a different point of view, but it's the same thing going on. Okay. And then we would give it and, and that point of view would be the effect of what happened in the alternate world and we could make it like she dropped her keys or whatever and then you know butterfly effect over to like um i don't know like a baby being kidnapped or um you know a pregnant mother like having a car crash and like you know losing the baby or you know like something crazy you know um and then do that a couple of times for like one character and then we'll add in other characters you know, um, we'll, we'll add in like other people who like are in that same, I guess we'll just, we'll, we'll give it like a city feel or it doesn't have to be in the same place because the butterfly effect is, can be so wide ranging. Okay. What is happening in this situation? You're, you're creating an entire world. What is happening from her not beeping that twice? Okay. So, I mean, obviously we'd have to like fill in like the butterfly effect, but like, I don't know, like, okay, it could be like, she didn't beep it twice. So maybe... Something that the beep normally causes didn't happen. Like maybe it causes like whatever birds are there to move or maybe it causes something like um, a dog to move it to turn its head or take away attention or maybe it causes... There is a movie called The Butterfly Effect. You do know that, right? Yes, I do. And the way that one was structured was like... It was weird because it like... It it, it put... it, It was... It focused on one person, and I don't want to do that with the movie. I don't. It focused on him, like going back and like reliving things in his life. I don't think that what you're describing is a parallel universe thing, though, or like the switching, like 
I think what you're what you're talking about is something that realistically does occur and that we can measure. I'm talking about me snapping my finger and that splitting off to things I will never be able to interact with at all. So you saying, okay, she usually beeps her car twice, the birds fly away, and since the birds flew away, the mom could see the road, and if she could see the road, she dodged a kid and the kid. But today she blinked it once, the birds didn't move, and then the person, but that's something measurable. That's like a reasoning we could back up with. I'm talking about something where I snap my finger and now there's an infinite amount of diamonds who also snap their fingers and an infinite amount of diamonds who never had fingers and an infinite, like that shit that you cannot trace and that it's, okay. it's kind of like a cell splitting up. It's like the cell divides it. <clears throat> let's, let's start with the smallest one that I can think of. You have sex, heterosex, because we need something to come out of this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Gametes, yes. Yes. And the sperm gets an egg and then they start replicating or whatever the fuck it happens. Um, and it creates a baby. All right, great. Timeline created. And the baby itself creates something later on in life. Timeline created. And in itself, it's like some weird parallel. Oh God, I'm like trying to describe it because it's basically, it revolves around the concept of like matter not being able to be created, created or, or destroyed. destroyed. So it's just continuously happen, but with the parallel universe saying this is universes I will never be able to interact with at all, not a simple change that I can measure. Okay, so what if, what if the parallel? Okay, so what if like, because there are moments whenever parallel universes overlap, right? There's there's literally like the uh, what's the um Mandela effect. Mandela effect. Yes, you know whenever like. You know, universes cross over and, you know, a shift a shift occurs. And, you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, you know, this was one way and we all know it was one way, but then it isn't anymore. And it's like, you know, like with the Berenstein Bears or um, I swear to God, I always remember there being the Berenstein Bears, but that's not how it's spelled. And that's and, and, and you go back and look and it's never been spelled that way, but everyone remembers it being spelled that way. And it was always such a weird concept to me. And I was like, I know how to fucking spell that word. I saw it all the time, every morning. And then all of a sudden I didn't. It didn't exist like that anymore. And that's crazy. That's a crazy concept. Matrix glitch. Wait, how does this relate to the initial conversation? Because, 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 um, we were, we're, we're, we're talking about the concept of being murdered. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Then, and that was the, that was the initial topic, which was, you know, why I wanted to be, why I picked Jeffrey Dahmer as being my, my serial killer. Because representation matters. Because representation matters, even which if it's negative representation. No, it, which, no. Yes, I know. No. Yes, I know. It's an no. archaic way of thinking. <laughs> yes, I know. It's an archaic way of thinking. Obviously, that's not how it works. It's like, oh my God, all gays do is kill each other and eat. Yes, I know. And that's... Or I they try, I strive to fight against that. Others. I strive to fight against that within Dude. my with within the gay community. You're like, you know what? Like you you've gone to the other side, whatever that looks like, and they're like, oh my god, how'd you die? Um, I was gay, and I got killed by a gay serial killer, and they're like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> yes, queen, yes, oh my god, you better get murdered, oh my god, <laughs> and then the whole time Jeff funny. is over there like. Just being a psychopath yeah. in heaven. Well, he's, he's not, not in heaven. heaven. <laughs> if he's in heaven, I don't want to go. 
That's what I'm saying. No, look. Okay. This is this is off topic. 100%. Everything's off topic. <laughs> also facts. This is off topic 100%. But um I feel like people like Jeffrey Dahmer and people like Westboro Baptist Church and people like Donald J Trump. Um I think they do go to heaven. And I think they go to a very specific type of heaven where they view themselves as like people who can like do no wrong, like like their way or the highway, like basically like they view themselves as like whatever epitome of whatever perfection is that their warped minds tell them exists. And um you know, like like racists and you know, homophobes and you know, just general people who are trash people, you know? And um I feel like if you like I feel like all those people do go to a heaven where they are viewed as like good. And that in and of itself is a hell. And a heaven for everyone else would be a place where those people are not. So I don't think hell actually exists. I think it's a heaven, which is actually a hell. Okay, I guess it is technically. I hell. think I think they should be reversed. Personalized heavens and hells. Personalized heaven and hell. Like I I I came to that conclusion. Fairly recently, I think within like grad school, where I was just not keen on the idea of like obviously the idea of burning internally in a lake of fire and being, you know, screwed over by demons sucks. And I don't want that to happen. But I think that if you're going to truly punish someone, you should get to the depth of what bothers them. So my hell, sure, you know, lake of fire twice a week. Because that stuck that sucks. But Ooh, can I add, being can trapped I in a room covered in caterpillars in the dark. Oh, I was gonna I was gonna say caterpillars and slugs. Yeah, anything that and the fact they're sentient, so they want to mess with me. Like that that would probably that would more that <laughs> You're picturing it. Don't yes, picture it. Don't picture it. <laughs> Don't picture it. Ah <laughs> or like Having the maybe hell is not like a physical thing, maybe it's emotions. Like, you remember yesterday, I was telling you that I seriously felt like I had gotten broken up with twice. Yeah, what if it's like continuously that feeling, that anxiety, that depression, and it never goes away no matter what you do? Oh so, what if it drops you in your regular life, but you constantly have the feeling of just dread and terror, and that's your hell? You can never escape it, no medication. No suicide. It's literally you get to feel this way for eternity. That would suck for me. Losing my appetite, not wanting to talk, slowly isolating myself, and realizing that is not the solution, but there is no solution. This is what I'm stuck with. There's no bright side, so there's nothing to look forward to. This is this is it. That's just your existence forever. Forever. That fucking sucks. Yeah. And that's why I am a firm believer in personalized heavens and hells. I I don't think it should be any other way. Because I don't, like, when I was younger, when I thought heaven was, oh my God, kumbaya, we're all going to be in heaven. We're going to be sleeping <laughs> on clouds. I got wings. Oh my God, my dad's here. This is great. Are you still my dad in heaven? And like, Still, like, shit like that. And as an adult, I'm like, cool, that'd be dope for about a week. But my heaven has to reflect what Diamond really wanted in life. 
Which is to be happy at all times. Not, well, not necessarily happy at all times, but contentment, stability, being safe. Okay, okay. Like, just doing stuff that makes me happy. Like, waking up dead. How you wake up dead? (laughs) (laughs) Waking up dead, but I live in Maine in a beautiful house. I paint. There's always something new to discover. There's new people around. Great food. Great friends. I'm like... So just like your ideal life. Ideal life. That's my heaven. And living under knowing that this is heaven this is what it's about and not being tired of that so like sort of like uh like an existential knowledge of like your existence like you know you where you exist and you're content with just living that yeah with just enduring that yeah i think that would be my heaven personally but other people would be like well you know some people like honestly my personal heaven would literally be getting eaten by jeffrey dahmer no now, it means my, now it's going to make mine sound like stupid. But <laughs> no, my my personal heaven honestly would literally be able to dive the depths of like oceans and not just like oceans of this planet, but like oceans of like other planets and like other galaxies and other universes. Like being able to just like exist and explore oceans across existence constantly. And just like weaving in and out of existence and just like 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 a current of water, just weaving in and out of existence and in this ocean, that ocean, being able to explore and just see like like the landscapes beneath the waves, you know. Oh, I miss the ocean so much. Move to Maine. I really <laughs> want to. Oh my god. I wanna live like I would live in that house. I would love that. A tree on an island, like that would be fucking dope. We should move to Maine. I mean, we, we should, should at least go visit Maine. We should definitely Who is texting go me? visit Maine. Who is Iron Star 9? Oh, God. It's a... Oh, God. Okay. Oh, God. Is it a... Ah! Oh! oh. Wait, who is that? That's Steven. <laughs> no, this guy I used to be in college with. Oh. Did he just run you snap you? Yeah. What? <laughs> Wait, I want to see your snap. <laughs> up <laughs> oh shut um we're recording um yeah so i just realized you're like two years younger than me almost I three years younger than me. i'm a i actually had to block a guy because he kept referring to me as an innocent little girl and i don't get off on the whole little big thing like don't call me a girl <laughs> Like, don't do that. And it, pretty much, I he asked me what I was doing, and I was sitting in the tub, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm just taking a bubble bath because, you know, we just got back from a very long trip, and I was just trying to relax. He's like, oh, my dirty little girl, do you want me to come wash you? And I'm like, no. And can we can we address something real fast? Can, can we address something? And I told him pretty much, I was like, I've asked you before to stop calling me your blank little girl because i'm not i'm 20 goddamn five i am i've not been a little girl in many years (laughs) um but that doesn't turn me on it actually i don't know why it gets under my skin but something about what you're saying it it's it doesn't make me feel good it makes me feel very unsafe yes and i told him that he sends me this long paragraph about how you know feminism xyz and that i'm too dominant and that you know the reason why guys don't like me is because i turned them off and i'm just like i literally asked you to stop calling me a little girl 
Right? And you got Telling. you gave me this essay about XYZ. I'm like, dude. And like it's crazy because when he and I matched, he was like, You maybe could tell me why girls unmatch me after a few days. I'm like, this is the reason why. Incel Incel energy. Gosh, it was crazy. Like from the jump, he was like, Oh, hugs and kisses from my baby girl, my little girl. Mm. Or like if um so I caught COVID, which sucked. Um I'm I'm slowly getting over it. Uh, but I told him that he's like, my naughty girl, you're supposed to be healthy for me. I'm like, Oh, that sounds so, (laughs) I don't like it. I like everything was emphasized like on this idea that, you know, Oh, you're so young. And like, cause I, I talked to some pretty, they're not old. I think. I talked to some pretty dumb. No, two two of the <laughs> guys. Back at yourself. Two of the guys I'm in love with, um, Brad and Derek, are both 31. So that's that's pretty good. But Brad and Derek don't refer to me as their dirty little girl. Derek calls creepy. me a bitch half the time. Because <laughs> that'd be fucking creepy. Yeah, I, I don't think I would be immediately turned off if like they text me if like Derek's like, "Sup, my baby girl." I'd be like. Ugh! Oh, who is this? Oh, don't text me. Stop. You lie. Stop. The name of the law. <laughs> I hated it. So yeah, that guy was a dick. Um, let's wrap it up here. I don't know how long this went, but um, yeah, we're yeah, we're way off topic. We so. are super off topic. This is gonna be miscellaneous, with Matt and Diamond, because we don't know what we're talking about. Uh, uh, my name's not. Harry, it's Terry. <laughs> I love Terry. He's so freaking He's funny. Like, hey, Terry, Terry, how much, how much you charge me to, to what, what? Five dollars. Uh, Terry, I'm, I'm a, a cop. cop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't oh find crime if you ain't cute. <laughs> I just love slapping men around. So it's like, hey, stop! No, in the name, name of the law, law. <laughs> freeze! In the name in of the law. law. <laughs> no, I'm saying. I hate a woman that says. No, I'm saying. Cause no. Fucking clown! Oh my god, he's like popping hot Arby's. <laughs> so Blue's is popping hot Arby's. <laughs> I like how they were using the freaking Arby's, like. Arby's is not good, except for that one. Yeah, the breakfast was actually pretty bomb yeah. at Arby's. Okay, we need to stop. Why are we talking and about if I could taste? Arby's is not sponsoring this, but if you feel the need to, send us some piping hot Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> and neither is Reno 911. That is not sponsored. Although, but... if I could meet Thomas Lennon uh, and Robert Ben Garant. Uh... <coughs> Niecy Nash. Oh, yes, Niecy Nash. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, we're going to be done from here. I hope.